Good evening, and um, welcome to a the second um, edition of the Snake River Podcast, Snake River Lib Podcast, on the 10th of September. Um, did one earlier today, and uh, for feeling very strongly, I should be doing one tonight as well. Um, as early as it is, I don't think it'll trail over into the morning, but you never know. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, first of all, is uh, as I'm looking at the date and, and the time, uh, uh, like many people who are of an age to remember, I remember very clearly that I was either at work or on my way to work uh, at the center for midnight shift uh, at this time on September 10th, uh, 2001. It's amazing how things have changed since then. Um, uh, yes, I'm going to talk politics in, in just a moment because everything has gone political. Everything, you know, we're, a virus, we can't even hand, deal with a virus. Um, um, without it being politicized to the nth degree. But let's talk about uh, September 11th for just a moment. Um, you know, before, on September 10th, Kansas International Airport was a great airport to fly out of. It was, the terminals were nice and open. They had the metal detectors right at each individual gate, uh, as most airports did. Lots of uh, room to get up and walk around. Um, everything was open to everybody where you could sit with your um, friends and family until it was time for the flight to leave, um, as well as you could be right there at the gate for when they arrived. The morning of September 11th, um, security guards at Boston and, and um, uh, New York and other airports, at really all across the land, did their jobs. This is a key thing that was missed in the aftermath when uh, the monstrosity that became the TSA was created. Is... The system worked under the rules and under the guidelines and policies that were in place. Um, speaking as a, as a former air traffic controller, um, issues like hijacks, hijacked aircraft, and and such were handled much differently prior to September 11th. Um, nobody thought before that day that hijackers would take an aircraft and essentially turn it into a 300,000-plus-pound air-to-ground missile. Uh, nobody ever thought that. Well, I shouldn't say nobody, because somebody did.
because of what happened on September 11th, we, uh, we got involved in a war that essentially was over in a matter of weeks, and yet it wasn't because we're still there um, 19 years later in Afghanistan. Because of what happened on September 11th, we um, had an excuse less than two years later to go into Iraq. Now, mind you, the whole world thought that Saddam Hussein had nukes. The whole idea that well, whole idea that Bush lied and people died. The intelligence apparatus of the United States, as well as most other nations' consensus, was that Saddam Hussein was violating um, uh, any agreements regarding weapons of mass destruction. The fact that he didn't have any nuclear weapons, even though he did have some uh, uh, materials for them, is irrelevant because the world thought that he did. And it wasn't just the United States. In fact, many countries used the fact that he probably did have nukes as a reason why there should be no attack. People forget that, though, and of course, uh, the rewrite of history, uh, ongoing as it is, um, to take all of that out. The Patriot Act was passed nearly uh, unanimously in the House and the Senate, signed by President Bush. which allowed for new sweeping powers of surveillance and monitoring by the federal government. It has to come up for review every few years, of course, and your civil libertarians of both parties um, will make some noise every time it does come up. And then it'll be passed for renewal. In many ways, the terrorists were successful in changing many facets of our lives in the United States on 9-11. We united for one day, and then the, the, the arguing began. Uh, the rancor became worse and worse. Um, 2002, the election, the midterm elections, saw a divided Senate, which it was 50-50, um, Um, actually become a slim Republican majority. And the introduction of the filibuster for executive branch nominees as well as um, uh, judicial nominations. Something that had been unheard of, for example, Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg 
uh, I think her her vote was 93 to 7. The question isn't shouldn't be what are the politics. The question should be whether they're qualified. The fact that we go into such detail now of a judge and threaten to destroy, well, not threaten to destroy, but destroy a judge's reputation and credibility as what happened in the, uh, the Kavanaugh hearings in 2018 is an embarrassment to all of us. And what it should speak to any people more than anything else is how on earth did nine unelected people get so much power. The presidency was established along with the judiciary. Um, the powers of the presidency were established as such that to the average citizen it really wouldn't matter that much who was in power because of the checks of the legislature, the Congress. However, now the executive branch has become so large and has been ceded so much lawmaking authority by Congress. that it now critically matters who is the one that establishes policy. doesn't mean that policy is going to be carried out by the career civil servants, by the way. We saw that, the resistance. We've seen the resistance all through the Trump administration. All these anonymous people speaking out. Uh, all these anonymous people that are choosing not to enact the president's um, policies or the president's political appointees' policies. They're proud of their resistance. Congress, it's a win-win for them. They don't have to do their jobs. And when people back home complain about the bureaucracy, they can just say, that stupid bureaucracy, I hate it. There's nothing, you know, I didn't, we didn't pass that law. They just made up that law. They got their power from Congress. Congress at any time could resume their proper role. But they won't. It really bothers me that Cocaine Mitch, or rather the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, has not taken up Democrat House bills and had them exposed to the light of the day for the insanity that the vast majority of them are. Nancy Pelosi was counting on him doing just what he did. Because she can say, well, we've done our job, which is just like what the Republicans said before. 
you know, we've done our job before sending them to the, the black hole of the Senate. Congress needs to reassert their authority. They need to actually pass laws and not allow bureaucrats to write law. Speaking of laws, the um, I don't know if you've heard or not in California, uh, they just passed uh, legislation to lessen uh, the criminality of uh, sex with a minor. You know, I had a friend of mine who, who uh, I have a friend of mine who, who, who was explaining to me that there is a difference. Uh, between homosexuality and between a situation with these with Catholic priests and and uh, these youth who are predominantly uh, young boys, and I would even extend that. I mentioned the Catholic Church, and I apologize. I shouldn't have done that um, with any kind of a, a youth group uh, between an adult male and uh, uh, young men or, or even boys and he explained to me he's very intelligent super intelligent I would even say uh, that there's a difference perhaps with very young children there may be a difference but it's the same people um, that have been arguing for the rights of homosexuals to, that are now arguing for a reduction um, in the age of consent. They're also arguing for a reduction in sentencing uh, uh, for the criminality of... Uh, sexual assault with a minor. This is the Democratic Party, my friends. Uh, and it's unfortunate. I posted a uh, on Facebook a, a political cartoon had a had uh, Bernie Sanders and and uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez uh, holding Biden in their arms, using him as a battering ram on the White House. And uh, somebody pointed out to me that that was inaccurate; that they just wished that that was the case, you know. And then proceeded to talk about. Biden being reactionary and right-wing, et cetera, et cetera. I would say to you that Biden very well may be all of those things. But right now, in Biden's and uh, Vice President Biden's mental condition, 
I'm not even sure he is going to survive, assuming he wins, to inauguration. Not that he'll die. But that my guess is that if he wins, that very soon, either before the inauguration or probably not very long after, he will he will decide that he's ill, that he cannot carry the burden of being president of the United States, and he will resign. And then that's Kamala Harris, who actually has a similar record to Biden's with regards to criminal justice reform, which is odd because neither of those two appeal to the progressive left very much on that. But I think that they are using him as a decoy to get in, to be able to work, because they know their agenda is not going to be popular. Right now, uh, American citizens associate law and order with President Trump, and they they associate the riots and looting and vandalism with the Democrats. It's gotten so bad where even CNN has has, um, come out and started to send warning signs to their party that this doesn't look good and that their support of these violent interactions is going to hurt them with the vast majority of the American people. CNN knows. It's unfortunate that more people are not, that those people are, are, uh, are doubling down on all of it. You know, they, they, they will not disavow even the most violent actors within Black Lives Matter or within Antifa. They very rarely will even acknowledge that there are violent protests going on or vandalism or looting. And those that do say, well, in fact, uh, was it San Francisco? I have to go back and look. Uh, a, uh, A district attorney said, well, you know, we're not going to prosecute somebody stealing, you know, because they they probably need it. And all you can say is, uh, wow. Right? These aren't peaceful protests. Peaceful protests, if they ever were, and we can even talk about the the actual events surrounding the deaths of uh, uh, George Floyd and John Blake Jr. and the fact that um, you know John Blake Jr. was accused is stands accused of many of the things that that uh, Kamala Harris and others decried mightily during um, the Kavanaugh hearings. 
and yet Kamala Harris uh, came out and and st- stood up John Blake as if he was a champion. I mean, not physically, but you know, pointed out what a great person he is and such. And that's really too bad. You know, I, it, it's so unfortunate how things are going because the Washington Post ran a story saying that the only way there's not an outbreak of violence is if Biden wins in a landslide. Well, I can tell you right now, Biden is not going to win in a landslide. I would go so far as to say Biden's not going to win. And that if there's any landslide, it's going to be on Trump. I said if, I didn't say when. But make no mistake. I mean, of course, and of course, the idiots that they had playing, playing, um, you know, the Republicans, the Washington Post, in their war games on this, and that's what they are. Um, they had a couple of uh, never Trumpers, you know, representing Republicans and 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 the Trump team, you know, on what would happen depending on the election results. And they essentially are, because they're never Trumpers and they hate most conservatives and and, and most Republicans, they assumed that they, that they would be out in force, ready to fight and, not, and destroy property as well, because that is their history, right? No. If you look at the history of who are the bad actors... It's always been on one party side, the Democrats. 1968, the Chicago riots. Um, you know, 92, Los Angeles. I mean, you can go on and on with these, all these different situations. And who are the ones that are rioting? It's not Republicans. It's not conservatives. Anyway, it's a little bit long. Take a moment tomorrow and remember that as you go to sleep or wake up in the morning that that fateful day when thousands of Americans lost their lives with the collapse of the towers. That Americans gave their lives on Flight 93 so that there'd be no further bloodshed. Don't forget. Always remember. It's the Snake River Lib. Have a great night.